0: Hello, and welcome to the Challenge Solutions Podcast. My name is Caitlin. I'm joined by Cole and Macy, and today we're going to talk about college life outside of the classroom. So everything from your living situation, be it a dorm, to an apartment, and the pros and cons of those, to extracurriculars, and anything else we decide to talk about that has shaped our college experience. So to kick us off, let's each share the most memorable experience from our freshman year of college. Cole, do you want to go
1: first? Sure, I'll take the first one. For my freshman year, I probably say the most memorable experience for me, uh, especially just cuz I'm I'm a big sports fan, right? I feel like that's not uh it's not a secret here. My freshman year for the, when basketball season rolled around, they had you could fill out this thing for a chance to win courtside seats to a game and you could bring another person with you. Out of a bunch of people that signed up for that, there were only six people who won. And so I ended up winning courtside seats for the like first game of the year. So it was like the red, white scrimmage game.
2: Yeah. And
1: so I was super stoked. It was super funny. I got to call my friend who I was wanting to go with me to be my my play-by-play guy because he did the play-by-play for me my, uh, first, uh, my first football game, uh, against Tennessee. And so I was going to pay him back for that. And so I called him and I asked him what he was doing. He goes, Oh, gonna go to the red white game. And I was like, Oh yeah. You know what time are you going to show up? He's like, Oh, well, you know, doors open at six. So I'll probably get there like five 30 or so an hour and a half before the game starts. And I was like, well, how about we show up 20 minutes before the game starts and get to walk onto our seats at the court. And he was, he was so excited and yes. uh, it ended up being a great time.
3: You and gotta show
1: that off. Yes. Yeah. It was, it was awesome. I, a bunch of my friends, when they first figured it out, were all like, Hey, man, do you need anything? Can I help you? They were all trying to get on my good side so that they can go sit. <laughs> oh, I was like, Wow, way. guys. Okay. So <laughs> I told yeah. Jackson the other thing he had to do was help me uh, uh, just, just call the game, help me know what's going on. He's like, I got you. And yeah. so Matthew's well, been doing really- that my entire career.
3: <laughs> yeah. It works out really well that it was like tickets for two because then you don't have to be the whole like, uh, I'm going to mm-hmm. need someone like, what do I do situation? They just had right. you cover it. Right. Of course, I yep. guess most people don't want to go to those things alone. So like, right,
1: totally. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But I just worked out really well.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. And now we go to all the basketball games. So,
3: yes. Yeah. I think my most memorable experience is like kind of, I wish uh, there had been someone there because, okay, Uh-oh. so, well, It's my, my first ever night staying in the dorm. Okay. So Uh my parents leave. I was never like homesick. I didn't really like cry or anything. I just was, I was excited and I was ready to go. And it is a good thing that I was in that kind of a mindset because let me tell you, so I get to my dorm, um, and I like, I get everything situated and obviously my parents help me move in. They leave and I'm like getting the rest of my stuff. Um, Put, put together everything put in the right place right. and uh anyway after this like long like stressful three-hour drive and then moving day I was like okay time for a nice hot shower I'll just like relax and take mm-hmm. a second get in the shower I moved in really early they had not turned the hot water on yet
2: oh no and-
3: wow. <laughs> Yes. And if like anyone that knows me can tell you, I breathe always anyway. I also kind of like have health situations that are kind of bad if I'm cold. Um, <laughs> so it was a miserable experience. Okay but I went through it anyway because I didn't want to be like show up on campus and be the blind girl that reeked <laughs> for moving all day. And so I, I was, I do it. I get out and I realize I hadn't closed the shower curtain right. And the water was freezing cold. The water was all over my bathroom floor, no. all over oh, no. everything that I had, um, all over the place. So I clean all of that up and then I'm like, well I guess I'll just go like make a cup of coffee to warm myself up Uh and get in my so I grab like one of the mugs that I had and I put it under my keurig and I make coffee the mug was not big enough for the coffee and so it started flowing out over my counters oh
1: my god yes
3: and then what was in my cup I tried to drink it and I guess someone had cleaned my coffee pot with vinegar had like rinsed it out but they hadn't ran it with water enough times to get like the vinegar out of it Uh, um so my it wasn't even good it tasted like vinegar and after that I just was like forget it clearly I'm not supposed (laughs) to be functioning right now and then I went to bed in my extra long twin bed with my mattress topper and I had a really good sleep because I I had been (laughs) through a lot that day
2: (laughs) yep oh
0: man so yeah A terrible first night on campus. (laughs) It was really bad.
2: And there's no one there.
0: It's
2: just
1: just unfortunate.
3: Yes. And I had a lot of really, really good, like memorable experiences during my freshman year. But every time I think about like dorm life, I just think about that. Just like getting there, getting, being so excited, freezing cold shower, water all over the floor, coffee all over the counter. (laughs) And it didn't even taste good after like, oh, my gosh, (laughs) (laughs) It was such an experience.
0: Man, that's terrible. So my most memorable moment, there are a lot of memorable moments from- Freshman freshman year, it's
1: a very memorable time.
0: Oh, yes. It is honestly simultaneously one of the best and worst years of my life. Right. (laughs) In a lot of ways. Um, But I think the moment that shaped me and really stands out in my mind for my freshman year is- the moment an English professor told me that she knew I could do better on a reading response and she expected me to do better because I was a good writer and it hit me that the reason I wasn't doing so hot in that English class was because of my engineering degree and then uh-huh. shaped reshaped yeah. the course of my entire future mm-hmm. with one phone call. <laughs> uh, yeah. so- Basically, I started out as a double major in engineering, computer science, and creative writing, and computer science is hard, man. If you're not, like, full-blown dedicated to that and, like, really, really, really good at math and able to dedicate hours of your life to math without going insane you're not going to make just, it in that field. And yeah. I am a writer at heart. I was just doing the computer science thing because I'm good at technology and I thought it would make good money. And six weeks into the school year, I was behind in every single class because I had so much math and math takes forever to do yep. if you're blind. Yeah, And the CEA, the center for educational access was behind on getting my math done. So I, did a reading response at like midnight because I knew I could dash that out easy after I'd done math and do sort of okay at it. And
2: right,
0: that professor was like, I've seen you write better and I expect you to do better. What is going on? Let's talk. And I was like,
1: Which, By the way, love that from a
2: professor, by the yeah, way. Uh, that's a really amazing. Great thing. Yes. Like, I yeah. am
0: forever grateful to her. That's the first literary analysis class that I ever took in college, and it is one of the best English class experiences I've ever had. But she sat me down and was like, let's hash out what is wrong and Mm -hmm. what you're doing with yourself right now. And I was like, the reason I bombed that is because I'm trying to double major and I will never bomb another one because I'm about to walk into my advisor's office in tears and beg her to let me drop this degree and just figure out the scholarship situation. (laughs) So that's
3: exactly what I did. There you go. Best decision of
0: my life.
1: And it
3: was so much better, like, for you in the long run.
0: I was so much happier. I have faith that I could have finished with two majors, but it would not have been good for me. Like, I would not have been happy. And I was truly happy in the creative writing department. Like, I have no regrets about that.
2: (laughs) good yes Shout the moral that of that professor.
0: story is you might need to change your major and that's okay most college students do change their major at least once
1: i've changed mine yes so.
0: i
3: added one <laughs> <laughs> but enough talking about academics because this is not what we're yeah, for yeah it's not what
1: this exactly. is about
3: <laughs> this is about literally everything else which yep. i am so excited for because like someone once compared um I, I was talking about like learning in my classes and being so excited to learn and feeling like I didn't want to be in classes where I wasn't learning. Like, you know, the easy gen ed where the teacher, just everything is multiple choice and you can just like uh, yeah. quiz quizlet all the answers anyway. Yeah. And he was like, so you're going to school. He said, I'm going to college. Cause there's like such a different, like college yeah. is so much more than what happens in the classroom. absolutely I feel like. oh yeah.
1: Oh Yeah. I think that's half of the experience, maybe even more so is just the living, living alone, the managing your own time. That's probably the hardest part of college, truthfully. Yeah. At least, at least your freshman year for sure is, is time management because it's such a drastic shift from high school where you're going to school 40 hours a week, dropping it to 15 or 12 (laughs) <laughs> mm-hmm. and then you yeah. just got to figure out what to do with the rest of your time and yeah that's uh that's difficult and there are a lot of things that you can do <laughs> and uh I think I think the thing that I've always heard and I think that I've talked about on this podcast there are three things in college but you only get two of them out of good grades a social life and sleep so yes yeah and that can change from week to week but just keep that in mind Definitely, all are very good and healthy for you <laughs>
0: Yes. Yes. The goal is to achieve balance and balance is hard sometimes. Yes.
1: <laughs> sometimes there's just not enough time. Yep.
0: So do we want to start with like dorm experiences? Cause I know, well, Macy already started us off with her uh, <laughs> traumatic first dorm experience, but sure. It got yeah. much better after that for me. It's okay. Good.
1: Yeah. I want feel like it's such a critical part, especially for the freshman year. I mean, that's like the first very like real experience that you have, that you have to face immediately, uh, and it it, it becomes your getaway place, uh, depending on if you have a roommate or not. (laughs) I had the opposite
3: problem. I was, like, staying away from there, but I, I enjoyed my roommate. I just, like, I couldn't, the organization aspect of my dorm was, I just didn't function properly. I can't eat at the same place I work, If that makes Mm -hmm. sense, there just wasn't enough compartmentalization in there. Mm -hmm. So, but I guess it was sometimes my like getaway. Actually, I think Caitlin's apartment was my getaway place. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's more accurate. (laughs) (laughs) So I think we've all had very like different dorm kind of experiences. Um, Cole, with you living also in like a community style dorm with the communal bathroom situation, and then Caitlin and I living in actually the same dorm um but with very different like roommate experiences so
1: totally different setup
3: cole do you want to kind of talk about like having sure. your private room and the communal yeah, bathrooms and yeah like that?
1: so my freshman year especially i was in uh, a freshman only dorm which i actually really enjoyed because everybody there they jumped in they were all freshmen so very few of them had already formed like their own friend groups and stuff like that like some other dorms will already have and so everybody was looking for friends there's a big group me and so it was able it was really easy to just kind of jump into the group you could go downstairs in the lobby on the first two weeks and somebody was doing something you know what I mean it was like all right people on the porch are playing mafia some people over here are playing uno some people over there are playing I don't know yeah whatever and so it was super easy to just kind of mingle around and eventually I was able to make Um, some good friends and some that are still my friends to this day. And it was, um, it was a really good experience, especially just to help me with that beginning of school year stress. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And I I really enjoyed it Um, in terms of like the way that it was set up for me. I had just my own uh, normal dorm room. We had like community bathrooms, which were fine. I don't really have much of a problem with those. Uh, some people do, and that's okay. Um, <laughs> Aka but, to Caitlin and I. Yeah, yeah I have yeah. a yeah. problem with
3: that. <laughs> I just cannot. <laughs> so many germs and gross things that people find in there, and just yeah, oh
1: yeah, and and that's that's totally true. I liked the fact that I was able to walk into the lobby of my like floor and I could just text the floor group chat and be like, hey, anybody want to play cards or whatever? And then you'd get like four people that just kind of just straggle out of their rooms, like, hey man, you want to play? And like, yeah. (laughs) And so it was really nice to have like a place where I could hang out with a bunch of people really close by, but also still have a place that I could go to when I wanted to be there by myself in my own room or whatever. If I wanted to just listen to music uh, by myself and jam out, I totally can. Uh, But if I ever want to just hop out and immediately have a bunch of people that I could hang out with, if I wanted to, I think that was really awesome and awesome enough to the point where I'm pretty much doing the same thing. For my sophomore and now coming up my junior year although it's not a freshman only dorm of course because i'm not a freshman but um it'll be <laughs> mostly fresh it UFA will yeah every dorm, dorm actually this year is going <laughs> to be a freshman only dorm so <laughs> it's pretty much going to be the same thing university of arkansas is expanding way too fast and they're not thinking about their capacity problems anyways <sighs>
3: Yeah. So you had a private room and you were also in the honors dorm. Too, I was. Yes. Which yeah, I think is year. nice because like, did you have classes, any honors classes with the same people that you saw in your dorm
1: a lot? Totally. So like, like I had, uh, cause there's, you know, honors college is its own thing. And then you can have different majors. Right. But the people that had, that were within my major in the honors college, we had all this pretty much all the same, like kind of core like block classes for business or whatever. So right. it was really awesome. There were great, pe- great people to study with for uh, classes like B-Law, some of those more study intensive classes um, and things like that. Um, it was always great just to have a bunch of people that I did have. Now, it wasn't really like, going to class together because it was completely virtual then oh right which sucks but uh it was great in terms of being able to study and having kind of that group of people we're all going over the same material study groups do those definitely do those that's something that you should do outside the classroom um because that's helped me dramatically uh with some of those tougher classes. But yeah, I mean, I think being in the Honors College, it was cool, we had something that we kind of related to. We got to relate to taking certain classes together as well as uh, just the general stress and stuff and things like that. I think it was nice, it had a lot of people that had similar interests as me. So it it was good, it was a good experience for me. So
3: also another question, like you had um, a private room Mm -hmm. in a dorm where nobody else had private rooms right Mm -hmm. yeah that was like an accommodation situation because um of you being blind what was the process Mm -hmm. like of actually like getting that and also well i guess you didn't choose because you would have had to be in hots whereas i chose like opted out of being in hots so -hmm. what was the the um, process of like getting the private room slash deciding that that's what you needed what was the thought process there
1: right well so the thought process originally because we kind of you know came up with this uh you know i came up with the living situation earlier than when school started mm-hmm. uh and there was this whole thing called COVID that ended up happening uh oh, yes <laughs> but i originally wanted to have my own room in case i was going to get a guide dog mm-hmm. um because that was supposed to be on the plan for my summer before my freshman year um and so this was an accommodation and then i was like well might still get, end up getting that later. Plus my own organization for me, I feel like is really important to just have everything yes. the way that I want to set it up right. across the entire room. You know what I mean? So reach out to um, the CEA and reach out to housing. You can fill out an accommodation uh, like uh, form and then they will put that uh, request in and then housing takes care of it from there.
2: Um, gotcha.
1: In terms of in terms of getting that that single room, obviously, I'm sure it'll differ from college to college, but I'm sure it'll be something along those lines. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it was it was mainly about a guide dog at first, and now, of course, I do have one, and she is my per- permanent roommate. Um, but I. Did actually think that even without the guide dog there it was extremely beneficial and necessary for me that might not be for everybody. I know some people develop lifelong friends from from their roommates, especially, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, especially their freshman year so definitely uh, there are benefits to both sides I personally think it was nicer to have my own little zone that I could run away to if I needed to.
3: Yeah, yeah, well, especially in, like, the community-style dorm mm-hmm, where you're yeah. not so secluded, but you still have your own space. Yes. You still have to interact with people, like we were talking about, literally, to go to the bathroom.
1: Yeah, Or yeah. to yeah. leave. So, Say hi on the way into that one. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, I feel like that. that's a good setup.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah.
0: yeah, I feel like it's ideal to not have a roommate in, like, your immediate bedroom, dorm room space. Right, like, right. You know, dorm rooms are cracker boxes basically.
1: Yeah, they're (laughs) not large.
0: No, there's not a lot of space in there, and in that little area, if your roommate is messy, even if they leave just the slightest thing out of place Mm -hmm. on your side of the room, it could be bad. Like, that can throw your entire situation off. Yeah. Um, Or like, if you're trying to share stuff, like microwave, coffee maker in that kind of environment, and they leave stuff messy, then that can cause a huge problem so yeah i mean i think it's good to just have that little square of your world because that's essentially what a dorm room is that is just your zone that you can totally control because yeah
3: Yeah, yeah, yes the more
0: organized you are the better off you're going to be and it's really hard to do that with another human in that space so
2: yeah absolutely
3: well i think if you have the right human like it could be okay but right. the thing with a dorm is you don't know that unless you've lived with that person. And also something I learned about myself really quickly is that just because you are a neat freak at your parents' house when you aren't paying your bills, going to classes, doing a million and two extracurricular activities <laughs> and all that does not mean you are going to be a uh, neat freak in the dorm. My room definitely got a little, uh, a little less organized yeah, and I'll- clean. And I would really want, want it to be mm-hmm. so and I think it's, that kind of happened with
1: everyone just
0: because yeah, it definitely <laughs> happened to me. <laughs> yeah.
1: There are it moments you get back, too. you get back from a long day and you just want to collapse onto the bed and go to sleep and you do not care about yeah. anything that's out of place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> it drove me insane because that is such a small space. And when everything gets out of place, it's bad. Like yeah. bad, bad. Like I have an organization problem i cannot handle things in that small of a space being crazy disorganized but it mm-hmm. got to that point because i was just so tired that yeah. i didn't yeah. have it in me it's like something's gotta go it's not gonna be the grades so i guess it's gonna be the cleanliness it's right. not the outlook you should have but that is what i did and it did get <laughs> terrible
3: that is also what i did <laughs> <laughs> but caitlin you had a, a a little bit of an interesting roommate situation so do you want to talk about like what your dorm situation was like and then i would be delighted to
0: <laughs> <laughs> so um there was a lot that happened now, i can't get into all of this because we'd be here forever but basically Macy and I stayed in the same sort of dorm situation where it was Mm -hmm. a quad. So basically four people shared a living space and then everybody had their own room and it was two people to a bathroom. So I had my own bedroom, but I shared a bathroom with one girl and a living space with three other people. Mm
2: -hmm. And
0: they were all randoms because I somehow missed the first phase of the roommate selection thing. Oh and uh,
2: yeah, yikes. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Did not get to like go through and chat with people. So they Mm -hmm. just assigned randoms. And I reached out to them beforehand and said, hey, we should talk. And then they never answered. So yikes. Yeah. I walked in there knowing that I was going to be living with three strangers and Mm. one of them was great loved her she was fabulous but she was never in the room because she was in the band so she was gone (laughs) a lot (laughs) um and the other two girls were not my kind of humans at all (laughs) um sorority sisters uh which There are some good sororities, but they were not the kind of sorority that I can vibe with. And they were, they told me they were clean at first. And I kind (laughs) of said, hey, I'd really appreciate it if you could not leave like things plugged in across our walkway because there was like an outlet in a weird spot and I could see them like plugging stuff in where I would trip going out the door. And right. said, if we cannot leave stuff here, that would be great. And also, don't leave like dirty dishes in shared spaces because we will have a problem if I put my hands in your food. And they said, okay, cool. We can do that. No problem. Um, uh-huh. And that lasted approximately two days.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so my bathroom mate, So we were in the handicap room and we had a, like a handicap accessible bathroom and shower and the curtain didn't work very well on that shower. You had Uh to finagle it to keep the water in. And she, I figured it out. I realized how to make it not turn the bathroom into a swamp after I turned the bathroom into a swamp once. Um, (laughs) She didn't figure that out.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And
0: I said, Hey, um can you not do this? Here's how to make the water stay in the shower. Can you make sure you do this or at least mop up the floor cuz she would do it and then leave it. And we're talking swamp land. Like 3 inches of freezing cold water on a tile bathroom ooh. floor that ooh. I would walk into in the morning and slide no, in. I'm like I you. am going to crack my head open if you don't start mopping your swamp. So she would be like, yeah, I can do that. And that didn't happen. (laughs) She (laughs) never did. So I was like, okay, it's fine. I will wear shoes in the bathroom. I'll just put my shower shoes on. So at least I won't slide. It'll be fine. I'll just mop it up with her towels. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. I was that person. So I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. Well, Kind of made peace with that. I just kept using her towels and tossing them in her laundry basket. (laughs) (laughs) But then she started leaving her closet doors open. We had these like wardrobes that opened out into the hallway that Mm -hmm. was like in our bathroom bedroom hallway. Uh She left her doors wide open. Mind Mm -hmm. you, I left early in the morning because I would go to the union and sit and work. And I wasn't exactly functional at seven in the morning. So I would book it out of there with not really using my cane. I walked smack into that door, like (gasps) gashed my forehead on her closet door. And that's when we started having an issue. I knocked on her door because I knew she was awake in there and was like, hey do me a favor and shut these doors. Cause like, I'm going to hurt myself. I did hurt myself.
2: Right. Yeah. Like,
0: okay, I'm so sorry. I can do that. Didn't happen. Um, so I started slamming her closet door shut <laughs> every morning. <laughs> uh, yeah. don't do what I did. Don't be passive aggressive unless, well, I can't really tell you not to do that because nothing really came of it, but <laughs> yeah, I, I did try to communicate, but the more effective way to do this is probably to talk to your RA.
1: Well, how about, well, yes, yeah, definitely talk to the RA, but also don't miss your roommate selection time if you can.
3: (laughs) Yes, yeah, yeah. So I stayed in the same uh, situation and I actually, um, I (laughs) moved in with my, like one of my close friends from high school who was also in band with me and actually I was also in the marching band here at the UVA with me mm-hmm. um and at first I was like I don't want to be the blind person that's like moving to college with my high school friends, because every single time I would tell people I was going to college, it was like, oh, who's going with you? Or like, who are you living with? Uh Somebody that we know. And I'm just like, I hate that people cannot
1: automatically think that. Yes. They don't expect me
3: to go by myself. But my friend also didn't really want to live with random people. And I was like, yeah, I don't like really want to live with random people either. And we both liked so I, uh, we both liked the quads, which is where we ended up living. So I had her and then I did not miss the roommate selection time. But at our university, okay, um, I don't know why it's like this, but you fill out a survey of like, how clean are you? Like, when do you sleep? What all extracurriculars and stuff are you doing? But when you go to find and look for your roommate, it doesn't tell you what matched it tells you what percentage matched which i think is really dumb because like i can deal with somebody that stays stays up super late i cannot deal with someone who isn't clean
1: Um right. and you don't yeah. get to see
3: like which questions know, they answered yeah wh-
1: what parts you match on yeah that's totally true yeah I didn't think about that
3: and so anyway i did like message a few people um but really, like, I I didn't end up picking another roommate, basically, which was also good because I also had to get a housing accommodation. It was different from Cole's because mm-hmm. I was supposed to live in Hots, where Cole lived, the honor storm but i also thought i was going to be getting a guide dog and was like i would like the space and i also really did not want the communal shower situation (laughs) too many horror stories too many things i did not want to experience by touch and so i was like look (laughs) and so i had to fill out a form just through the honors college to be like hey this is what needs to happen like can i live here um and it it, it was fine and I got that accommodation and then I also did not end up getting a guide dog um yeah but it would have been worth it had I gotten one and it was worth it anyway um yeah. so anyway got two random roommates and like they were fine and they were chill but we literally we did not talk like all year because the quads are very separated so my roommate yeah. or, like my friend from high school and I were on one side and the other two were on the other side everyone was clean no one really used like the communal living room room. or anything we all just kind of agreed to never go in there or do anything in there so no one ever got in my way and i was so thankful to have my high school friend there by the end of it like i she helped me with so many things (laughs) including i also flooded the bathroom another time
0: um
1: oh yeah
3: also (laughs) helped with that time
0: so showers just really are not conducive to Functionality.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it sounds like they don't work very well. At least the shower (laughs) curtain, the way that's set up.
3: The two times I flooded it were my fault because the first time I didn't put the shower curtain inside the shower. The shower in my house has sliding doors. Okay. And so Uh,
1: you weren't used to
3: no, (laughs) and I didn't understand what needed to happen. So that was my fault. The second time, actually, we had like a shower caddy, and the I we had like bottles in the caddy, and one of the bottles had tilted diagonally. Perfectly under the water stream so that half the water was hitting the bottle and bouncing over the curtain rod and onto our toilet and into our bathroom.
1: That's incredibly unfortunate. (laughs) luck.
3: Yeah, yeah. And my phone was also like right there. My phone got soaked. The speakers got full of water. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, but I think it's really interesting. Like dorm life is something that everybody talks about Um, And everybody experiences, but it's obviously very different for everyone. Yeah, it's
1: definitely different from person to
2: person.
3: Also, I feel like living off campus is a little bit different just because like you're not right there and you have to think about like transportation and all of those things.
0: Yeah, I definitely feel like dorms differ person to person because you can have like drastically different experiences based on where you stay and who you live with. I think being in Macy's situation where the two roommates just kind of Coexist and don't get in each other's way is optimal. And being in my situation it, is just traumatic. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't use the living area, and I never knew what my hands were going to land in if I happened to trail the counter in there. So it was bad, which is Yikes. why I moved to an apartment <laughs> for my sophomore year. And I've lived in that apartment for the last three years. um That definitely, I'm just going to touch on this really fast. Being in an apartment is great especially if you're in a one-bedroom apartment because then you are in full control of everything and you're not sharing anything with anybody and you're not like stacked up with tons and tons of other people in a building Mm -hmm. unless you're in like a high-rise apartment situation Um, but also it does have some negatives the main one is transportation to campus like macy kind of mentioned mm-hmm. you need to think about how you're going to get to the places that you need to go on a regular basis when you're choosing an apartment yeah mm-hmm. and i mean really deal. really investigate that <laughs> that's something it i said
3: something i should have done
0: yes <laughs> yes that's something that i sort of did but i only looked at like distance between the bus stop and the apartment I didn't look at what I was going to have to navigate to get to the bus stop and I have a really really bad street crossing to get
1: yeah distance doesn't matter if you're crossing horrible streets
0: oh it's bad yeah Yeah, it's really bad so definitely think about that and then too you are kind of isolated like you don't have a lot of people in your same situation you kind of do depending on the complex but it's more separated, I guess. And not everybody, most of the people who are in apartments have already established their friend groups, I feel like. So it's not as easy to connect as it is on campus in those situations.
1: With a bunch
2: of freshmen. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's also really a lot easier just having a kitchen, being able to cook on a real stove and have an air fryer and all that, and also Mm -hmm. get stuff delivered. Like it was obnoxious to get stuff delivered on campus, it's totally oh, yeah. easy, no problem in an apartment. So definitely things to think about. And if you guys want like a more in-depth comparison of the two, I can do a video. So leave that in the comments on something. Um, With that being said, we should talk about extracurriculars because <laughs> we're running out of time.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Macy, you're like the queen of extracurriculars. You just want to give the people, the list. I've done a lot of things. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So
3: basically first things first, like my community is within the music program and the band program here at our university. So like everything I do kind of revolves around that. So Mm -hmm. I didn't like go out and join like the sewing club or whatever, but I (laughs) did kind of join three different music related extracurricular things Mm -hmm. so there's a band fraternity it's called kappa kappa psi i'm a member of that there's a music fraternity it's called sigma alpha iota that's more like like all music choir string instruments all of that and then there's the national association for music education um which is pretty self-explanatory
2: yeah
3: and i well i i started with one fraternity sigma alpha iota and i wasn't really planning on doing anything else and then i got a braille bid letter from kappa kappa psi and i it was really nice and i appreciated it so then i joined that and then i think maybe i had joined uh nafmi which is the music education one a while ago mm-hmm. um or like in between somewhere i don't remember <laughs> but then i um then i decided i was gonna hold offices in all of those organizations um mm-hmm. so i'm the treasurer for sigma alpha yoda the music chair for kappa kappa psi and the secretary for nafmi and okay so fun thing about college when you talk about like clubs and organizations outside of school and college and you compare those to clubs and organizations in high school Something you should know (laughs) is that the ones in college are a lot more time consuming because it's not (laughs) like you have like a teacher sitting there making all of your decisions and then you just like sign the check or whatever. That's how clubs were in my high school. Uh And it's not really like, like you have a teacher organizing the meetings and then you just like show up to do the thing. It's like, there are no faculty members that are actively involved in every meeting of any of those org- organizations, maybe yeah. the music education one, but, mm-hmm. um, and so it's a lot, it's a lot. I Do I love it? Absolutely. Every day. Cause I've met so many people through those, but those are very different from like the short term, like having a group of friends that you just casually do, do things with because, right this is a very organized strict scheduled comes with obligations and things that you like want to but also have Have to
1: do attend and go to yeah
3: yes and so it's it's very interesting and very different and like i wouldn't i wouldn't change it i wouldn't drop anything but it's a really i i think i would recommend maybe sticking to like one or two of those extracurricular
1: long-term ones yeah
3: yeah the long-term ones and then um i have like solid groups of friends that are built around all of those but i think like you don't necessarily have to join every single thing to
1: have that no no
0: i definitely agree that's a huge part of why i didn't join anything long-term for my Mm -hmm well, most of my college experience because I looked at the time commitment um, and also and the financial like, nope. commitment for some of them.
2: Uh-huh, mm, yeah. yeah.
0: And it was just, I knew it was going to be too much. Like with classes and especially living in an apartment and dealing with transportation issues, my uh, sophomore year onward, I just, it was not something that I felt like I should put on my plate because I already had a lot on my plate and Mm -hmm. another factor in that is that I also have chronic illnesses that make me very very exhausted at the end of the day and I knew that with that factored in it was going to be a lot so if you are in that situation don't feel pressured to join 97,000 things
2: (laughs) it's okay
0: (laughs) if you know that you cannot handle that you don't have to do that to have a good college experience and you can connect with people not doing long-term clubs or just in classes or at shorter-term things.
3: Yeah, another thing to think about too is like when you're in class, like we talked about this when we talked about college classes and things like that, how Mm -hmm. everything takes a lot more time when you're blind. So Mm -hmm. I personally just happen to be able to take 15 credit hours, 16 this year and still have time for all of the things that I do. Um right. because I just you know don't really sleep. Um but yep yep, yep
1: that'll <laughs> if happen.
3: that's not something you can do you know maybe maybe don't do that because everything <laughs> that you do in these organizations also it still comes with that times two time commitment, like maybe not going to meetings and things like that. But when you start talking about holding offices and participating in projects and doing like for one of the organizations I'm in, we're very service oriented. And so Mm -hmm. it's like, can I actually participate in a street cleanup or like, Mm -hmm. is there something else I should be doing? So it comes with a lot of different things to think about. And it kind of just adds another layer. It's really a personal decision that you need to figure out like do I have time for all of these activities can I do this on top of having the academic success that I want to have and right you know like for me if I wasn't in all of those organizations I might be able to do 18 hours a semester so like you have to balance if you're like barely pulling off 12 hours to keep your scholarships then maybe I wouldn't add so much on top exactly. but if you're if you're taking 15 and you're feeling okay then maybe you know Go ahead and throw something on top of that just to get like the best my my view is to take as many opportunities as you can to have the best college experience and the the most experiences that you can have, but you have to do that, like, knowing what you're sacrificing. And thinking about all the options of, again, back to time management, like all the options of what you could be doing with that time and whether it's worth it for you personally.
1: Take it slow, especially that freshman year. I think that first semester of freshman year, just, I feel like that's really important to get a vibe for how do you feel with your accommodations, your Mm -hmm. needs, and the classes that you are taking? Because it varies from class to class. I've had classes that were super easy to accommodate like, like public speaking. No, I, you know, it didn't take me that much longer than anybody else to do necessarily, but then you've got a class like accounting, which is just a nightmare, um, uh, Ooh, or I a bet. class that's entirely based in Excel, right? Oh. <laughs> you've, there are some, there are sometimes with different classes. So just, just kind of get a vibe for what time commitment you need for yourself for school as well as for a, a functional amount of sleep for you some people that's more or less than others um but and then and then kind of go around there but i think it is really important to like macy said have that fulfilling like try to do uh new things and and, and you know and make a make a group. Cause I think it really is really beneficial for even just mental health, even just to have something that you can do just outside of class. That is like a fun thing that you want to do rather than something that you're required to do for this or the other or whatever. And that's where I think like short-term, especially just like events that you can go to on campus. I know our university. Like uh, we have a thing called a week before classes start and they have a bunch of events that you can go to um, just throughout that whole week. And so I think those things like that and they have that some of those types of things like Cardinal Nights is what it's called for us uh, are spread throughout the semester. And just going to those with um, a small group of your friends can can be really great and I think is a good way to get out of the dorm because you're going to be in there spending enough late nights studying anyways. So when you have the opportunity to get out and do something else, I think you really should do it. Yes. uh, If you can can handle it.
3: (laughs) Yeah, and those kind of short-term commitments, they come with no requirement to keep going. Like you can join 10 clubs your first semester and then you get into the second semester and you're like, oh no, like my class schedule is bad now. Yeah. What am I supposed to do about this? I still yeah. have all these things and I'm holding an office and I have all these people that are expecting me to be here. And, right. but, if, but going to events, like Cole said, sporting events, uh, we have mm-hmm. like university sponsored evening events called Cardinal nights. Um, even just like gatherings with your friends and things like that, those kind of things come with zero commitment because the next time they ask, you can say, oh, sorry, I have too much homework.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And it, and it's, I think it's also just a good thing to do something different with like with a friend group or whatever. Yes. Um, you know, if you have a friend group that you hang out with, you should ask them to go to maybe one of those like on campus things or go to a sporting event. Maybe even if you aren't like the biggest of sports fans, because they can be just a fun place to go and hang out at. Um, especially like, like I know for me, like I know a lot, not a lot of, not as many people are like into baseball, but it's such, there's such a different vibe around it. Like you can just go around and like eat hot dogs and stuff like that out, <laughs> out in, uh, in kind of the, uh, in outfield and stuff like that. While the games going on and still kind of get to experience the atmosphere and things like that. And of course, if you are a big sports fan, um, going to sporting events is awesome. Especially if you get to like, for me, you know, I have my group of friends that I go with that, I have somebody who calls all the games for me, which by the way, makes all the difference in the world. I've gone to games with somebody who's not very good at calling a game. I was bored out of my mind and it also wasn't that big of a game, but it it was just not as enjoyable. But when I went with somebody who understood what was going on, it was, and was able to accurately describe it to me. It's awesome. I, I really enjoyed it. But again, I'm a big sports fanatic. So that, you know, that can't be just me, but it is very fun.
3: No, I would definitely agree with that. And I also think, even if sports isn't something that you're super interested in or super into, like there is a period, college is a period in your time where you get opportunities to have experiences that you may never have for the entire rest of your life. Yeah. So things like jumping in a bounce house as an adult at a Cardinal night or a university like sponsored kind of event, (laughs) things like walking around and getting free food at the random carnival that just happens to be chilling at the university as, as close to things as getting like super crazy discounted tickets. If you go to a big university to us, something that everyone else is paying literally hundreds of dollars for yeah, so that we can to go to get in for like a hundred dollars a semester and get into all of them. Yeah, Like you're not going to get that again. So even if it's not something you think you're interested in, i i at least am always of the mindset that everything is worth trying at least once and Uh if you leave you know your university or college without ever having done any of it like it's over you don't get to do that again yeah yeah. without you know paying (laughs)
1: lots and lots of money yeah but but yeah i think it's definitely something that you can go and try and i know and all all universities are different but i know like one fun thing for for um, the university of Arkansas before, uh, football games and stuff like that. You have, uh, like a bunch, there's like a bunch of pregame stuff like that morning and stuff. They've got a, you can go get a, get a bunch of free stuff. You can go mm-hmm. feed our live mascot tusk. You can feed them grapes,
2: yeah. um,
1: which is great. Um, <laughs> but you can, you can do like a ton of cool stuff and hang out and get some food and, and enjoy that atmosphere. Um, and I feel like that's something that at least you should try to experience once.
0: Yeah, I definitely think that having all of those experiences is really, really important. That's something that I did not do is capitalize on all of the experiences that were available to me, but I also am a hardcore introvert, (laughs) (laughs) unlike Cole and Macy. And I just, I know that I have a limited capacity to be okay in certain environments, so I kind of was more picky and choosy. So that is something that you just, you know, want to think about of like really where you thrive, then that's how you can kind of make those decisions. You don't have to do everything if you don't want to do everything. But I do think that having new experiences is just really, really good because, you know, even if you hate it, that was an experience. And now you have a story to tell and, you know, I'm a writer, so I appreciate stories, but I think you will look back on that fondly in the future, probably. Right. I mean, you might gone find to,
1: something that you really, really love too.
0: Exactly. I've gone yeah. to events before and gotten absolutely lost and had a bad blinding experience. And <laughs> now I laugh about it.
3: So right.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, and I think
3: also going to things and doing things, especially at your college or your university, it's like, that is something that you and every single other person at the university have in common. So if you can come to school on Monday and talk about the football game on Saturday or know what everyone's talking about when they talk about the football game on Saturday, like we talk about this a lot on our podcast, but there are a lot of situations where being blind, you just don't get it. Like, yeah, as a music major, my friends, uh, ranked all the composers from hottest to not, um, (laughs) which was really entertaining, but like, I had no idea what's happening. So the more experiences you have that can keep you engaged in conversations, the more likely you are to, um to like
1: to be able to connect with people I guess who to develop are, those relationships yeah it's just it, it's it's a good commonality to
2: have between yeah, your friends. especially if
1: you take your friends to a game then you get yes. like, oh my gosh do you remember this one part when this happened you know what I mean at least that's how, how it is for my friends but yeah <laughs> and well and then like
3: you that. have even with other people you're like I was at this game and you would not believe what so and so did you know and it's yeah just yeah like- exactly
1: yeah yeah so yeah, it's definitely. it's 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 fun and it's yeah um, Yeah. I think it's a good thing to at least try once. If it's not your thing, it's not your thing. And that's totally okay. Everybody's different, but I think it is good to try things out.
3: Yeah. And it also doesn't have to be like a sporting event. Uh, Obviously me being the music major, almost every college, I like a lot, well, a lot of like bigger colleges and universities have bands, have orchestras, have theater departments, have Mm -hmm. choirs. If you used to do those things in high school, and maybe you don't have the time to commit to being involved in them, right? Start showing up to performances. People might meet you, people might say hi, and you'll like get to at least experience something that you, you know, enjoy to some extent. Also, if you are a disabled listener and you're just like, I didn't really do much in high school, I don't really have any like specific interests, and I don't have any idea where to start. Yeah, a lot of colleges have um like organizations specifically for disabled students. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. I was involved with ours for a very, very brief time only because that was after the other three things I was doing. And I realized I didn't need to add another one, <laughs> um, but Cole, right. you're still like actively involved with our organization, aren't mm-hmm. you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we call it, uh, you know, it's a, it's an RSO, which is a registered student organization, uh, which they have a uh, lots of those, but this one was made for specifically students with disabilities. We call it the disability Tea party, ah, 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 no, okay. Uh, I thought it was pretty funny. But... Sorry,
3: I was drinking coffee, I'll laugh <laughs> again if you want. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that was really sad. <laughs>
3: All right, this is tea party. Uh, oh, that's uh, so great! <laughs> uh, ha, 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 ha.
1: Thank you, Master. Thank you. Uh, yeah,
3: you're welcome. Anyways,
1: but yeah, no, I think it, it's been really awesome to be a part of because I think it's cool to have just something at the at the most, the very basic level. There's a very huge part of you that you have in common with a lot of people on campus
2: mm-hmm. more
1: than you would think. You know what I mean? I think you'd be surprised. Um, especially because there are so many different disabilities, and I think it's really, for me, it's very interesting to get to hear everybody's different perspectives and um, everyone, you know, has their own disability and the different challenges and accommodations that they need, and the challenges that they face. I think it's very important to get to, to learn those types of views, and it's, it is something that you can share in common with some of those people even if it's to a different extent you know yeah but uh talking reaching out to the cea we've all done it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and and, uh and even sometimes that can be frustrating or it can be a difficult process or you deal with a difficult professor and there's just an immediate group you can turn to and be like oh my gosh this is what happened today you know what i mean and they would all be like oh my gosh i've dealt with that too here's what i did or they're just like hey that sucks you know what i mean
2: Mm -hmm. and things like
1: that it's good to have some a group of people that have just that common baseline uh thing with you whatever
3: yeah well yeah because I mean going to college as a person with any kind of disability or any kind of diversity is it's just a little harder you know it, it's, depending yeah. on the situation sometimes it's a lot harder and to have people who understand that in whatever capacity right. knowing that most of the people on the campus aren't having to think about the things that you're having to think about.
1: Completely different experience. Yes,
3: there can be so much comfort. And also just being in a group of people where the CEA or Center for Educational Access is just a term that everybody knows and everybody understands that accessibility is something that everybody knows and understands and accommodations, like not having to explain those things because we've talked about this to some extent, but being a disabled person in a situation where you don't know anyone And no one is interacting with you in the way that you want to be interacted with. And you don't have people yet because, you know, maybe you're new um, Mm -hmm. that can help you or that you can do things with. Like, that is rough. And I think that's something that a lot of disabled people who go to college can relate to, um, if not all of them. (laughs) So I think those organizations are just a really good way at least a really good place to start because then those can be your people and you know you guys can go do things together and then you can all talk about the inaccessibility or like Mm -hmm. I have a friend who's hearing impaired and so we go to Starbucks she looks at the cups if the names are turned our way I listen for the names in case the names aren't turned our way we make a great team
1: right yeah yeah Hey.
3: (laughs) so just like things like that and where you're both just like I'm helping you you're helping me we both have struggled but here we are being right. friends. I don't right. know. It's it's comforting in a way.
1: No, it totally is. And like you said, you can find people that share a, a different common interest, but you have that to start with. Like, you know, you could meet somebody who's super into uh, a band that you like. At, you know, at one of those uh, in, within those organizations, then you can become friends with them. And then that's where, you know, and then you can go to those types of events for that or like go listen to that kind of music or go see movies, you know, that have, mm-hmm. if, if you guys have a similar taste in genres, I don't know, but anything like that. Um, if you find somebody who's super into sports, you know what I mean? You can go to sporting events with them or something like that. So, but yeah, yes. though, I think it is good to find those people that in start with that if you have nowhere else that you think jumps out at you
0: yeah i definitely agree i think that's a really good way to start we actually did not have a disability specific organization when i first started Mm -hmm. here Mm -hmm. so i unfortunately did not get that experience that is definitely something that i would have done and i Thank goodness, <laughs> didn't join any long term clubs that first right. year because yeah, it yeah, would right, have been yeah. a lot, <laughs> a lot, and yeah, that's lot.
1: okay. <laughs> um,
0: but something that I do think is really important is just connecting with people. Something that I did do, I found a group of people that hung out in the union, and yep. when hang with them, I started talking to people who would sit like in the hallway outside one of my classes. Uh, we would all get there like stupidly early and end up yep. sitting in the hallway and then i decided it was really awkward to be not talking to them so i said hi um, i've met actually a lot of people just in the hallway of buildings so just don't yeah. talk to people and some of them are yes. not going to interact with you effectively and you can tell real quick who's just interacting with you because you're the blind one who is not going to learn how to interact with you appropriately and who is actually genuine like it's really easy to spot a genuine conversation once you've done it a couple of times. So right. Yeah. Just, you know, be open to doing things and talk to people. That is the one thing that I regret about my freshman year is not really doing enough of that. I think I could have done better, but I did make a circle of pretty close friends who've been all
1: Mm -hmm. moved away.
0: So,
2: Yeah.
0: yeah,
1: that's good.
3: I think just making connections is important. In any stage of life, to be honest, mm-hmm. whether you're in college and you just like haven't found those people yet, whether you're heading to college this year, whether you're still in high school and you're just not feeling like.
1: Uh, whether you're about to get to high school. It's another very similar in terms of it's mm, good to true. get involved true, yes. early. Yes.
3: Yeah. So just, yeah, yeah. Find your people, maybe get involved in something, whatever your time allows short-term commitments, long-term commitments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't
1: don't overstretch yourself. Don't overstress yourself. Your health is important. Yes. yes. But, Your health but, is
0: very important, especially if you're chronically ill.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. To my
0: immunocompromised people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yes. No, don't, don't overstretch yeah. yourself. But that is a, a
0: big shot. reality check that I got. Cause I told myself I was going to do it all. And then very quickly, my body informed me that I could not.
2: Right. So Do yes.
0: you do have that realization and you realize that you just cannot, it's okay. That's okay. That's yeah. okay. Yes. Balance is different for everybody and you have to figure out what you are going to prioritize. And, and you need to me, know where that
1: line is.
0: Right. For me, that was classes, grades, and a really tight circle of friends. Because I don't like having tons and tons of people. Like I said, I'm a hardcore introvert. So Mm -hmm. that worked really, really well for me for my freshman and sophomore year. Unfortunately, my people moved and I did not get involved in anything else. (laughs) But (laughs) uh, yeah, I did realize that, you know, clubs were not going to be a thing that I could handle and still be okay. Because I was absolutely not okay with 15 hours Mm -hmm. of classes. Um, And you know, I just made it work, and you have to be flexible and able to rework Mm -hmm. your stuff, but you're going to realize pretty quick within the first six weeks or so of your first semester what is not going to be supportive of your long-term well-being, and, you know, make those changes. (laughs) yes
1: yep look for that line find the line and then don't cross it again
0: (laughs) you will cross it again probably i have yeah you probably
1: you probably will and then (laughs) then you'll remind yourself why you didn't why you made the line in the first place exactly (laughs) (laughs) yeah so so. i feel like macy might find her line again
3: yeah Uh, yeah i think i might be like i might be like crossing the line at least twice a week (laughs) (laughs) but it's okay because um, I'm doing it at all
1: <laughs> experiences are important but make sure that you're okay
3: Sleeping. I am having a sleep
0: goal this semester
1: hey that's important so, that actually is really big sleep yes. is extremely important to right. all aspects of health
0: definitely so I you know when you're in elementary and high school you kind of blow off the adults who tell you you need to get eight hours of sleep at night <laughs> they're right
3: yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: You should do that, (laughs) especially if you have the opportunity.
1: If you have the opportunity to sleep out eight hours, definitely take it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, My optimum sleep schedule is nine hours a night, and let me tell you, that rarely happens. Anyway, that was kind of a little bit of a tangent, but we have (laughs) rambled for a bit. Um, We need to wrap this up because Macy has places to be. Uh, (laughs) As always. (laughs) As always.
2: All those uh, If commitments. you
0: enjoyed this, please share the link with somebody who you think could benefit from it. We're really trying to grow our audience, so we'd appreciate it if you could pass it around. Also, if you have any questions or college tips of your own, feel free to drop those in the comments on any of our social media platforms. You can also send us an email via the contact form on challengesolutions.org. Remember that you can subscribe to the Challenge Solutions blog, podcast, and YouTube channel for more content like this. Thank you guys so much for listening, and
3: stay tuned for the bloopers. Three, two, one, go. I
1: understand. We are a school bus that has gone on a horrible detour, and we are very (laughs) late for school. We need those people to like us, Macy.
0: I'm not doing well. Oh, should I stop
1: and do that again? Maybe it was so large that the microphone was like, that was too loud for human ears.
0: I, I'm sorry, my dog
3: is scratching. Well, we didn't hang out, actually. We didn't hang out at all. <laughs> hang on, I'll just start that over. <laughs> I'll try again now.
1: I think our bus has has fully rolled over into a ditch.
3: I know, I'm sorry. I'll Try better next time. <laughs> I'm going to release raccoons onto the school bus. I don't know, man. I like raccoons. They're adorable. They got little hands.
1: Yeah, they got little grabby grabbers.
3: Three, two, one, cut. Sorry, I had to swallow. <laughs> that sounded mm-hmm. stupid. Who, who got you? <laughs> I got myself with a close Sorry, I was drinking coffee. I'll it laugh <laughs> again if you want. <laughs> Guys, we need to end this soon. Yes. This yes. is, I don't even know. We have, I don't even know how to get back. We're lost, we're in the ditch.